Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am joined today by one of my coaching students, John Wise. John owns Insight Myofascial Release, which is located in Columbus, Ohio. And I'm super excited to have him join us today because his willingness to share his experience with this topic is not only going to help so many people, it just adds so much value to this podcast because other people are going to understand that it's possible for them too to leave their jobs. It is safe. So John, welcome to the program. How are you? Hello, thank you. Yeah, I'm great. Great. How are you today? Doing wonderful. So I'm excited to talk to you about what the process was like for you from deciding to leave your physical therapy job and to go out on your own, go all in into your MFR business. So let's talk about it. Why don't you kind of just share with the audience what you did before you went into private practice, and then we'll talk about what you're doing now. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I've been a physical therapist for 33 years. My primary job has been in home health, but kind of along the way, I've been taking myofascial release classes and realizing that this is really what I want to do. So I started just doing it as a side business, working out of chiropractor offices, working out of my home, just kind of as a side business, maybe six to eight people a week, something like that. In the meantime, yeah, I'm just plugging along, doing home health. Medicare is changing. Patient population is changing. It's becoming even uh, more difficult and pretty stressful kind of position. Um, in the meantime, I walk into treating my myofascial clients. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. This is really where I want to be. So about, I would say, eight years ago, I started to think about leaving my home health job and trying to do myofascial release full-time. I talked to my financial advisor about it and and she basically said, John, you have it too good with what you're doing. And I didn't necessarily push the issue at that point, but I just kind of used that as an excuse to just keep doing what I'm doing because it was very safe. I was getting that regular paycheck. I had great benefits and all of that. So I just kept plugging along, plugging along. Then probably, well, last summer, I started listening to your podcast, mm-hmm. started hearing more and more stories of people starting their own businesses full-time. It's like, oh, this is really a thing and maybe I could do it. And then at, kind of at the same time, I started to get really busy with my private clients. So working 50, 60 hours a week between the two jobs, trying to 
reduce my hours at home health just to hold on to that safety net. And then um, finally started coaching. And I, I think it was after the first week of coaching that I was like turning in my resignation notice. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what did you need to hear in order to create the safety for you to turn in that notice? I think it was just the camaraderie of it, if that's the right word. Like being a part of that group, knowing that there was some support out there. Because in the past, I just kind of felt like there weren't a lot of people out there doing what I wanted to do, um, mm -hmm. didn't have a lot of support. So I think that was the big part of it. So even though maybe it still seemed really scary to leave the job, you were like, well, no matter what happens, I've got these people in this group that I can talk to and like everybody kind of understands the fear like we can just go through this together exactly yeah and and you know i can learn a lot from their stories and what they're doing and how they're getting clients and and the whole raising your rate was huge for me mm -hmm. what did you learn out of that that you didn't already know like i just never really considered it i just charged a lower rate than what other people were even charging around here because I didn't have much overhead and things like that. And I didn't think like, oh, if I just raised my rate, then I could maybe afford to pay for my own insurance and uh, you know all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second because we were doing some private coaching last week and we kind of uncovered this, right? It was the unknown around health insurance. Like you'd always had your home health job to cover your insurance you'd already ha always had really good coverage what was that going to be like without it right and so you were a little bit hesitant to look into it and uncover those answers but what ended up happening when you just found out the answers right so yeah i mean i knew i could get cobra benefits for the next 18 months mm -hmm. when i would tell people about that they're oh cobra is so expensive it's so expensive <laughs> i know cobra has such a bad rap it has a total bad rap. And yeah. so, you know, I was going back and forth, but yet wasn't quite doing the research to find out what other options were out there. So I finally did that and went on the healthcare.gov marketplace. And the policies that I was eligible for there cost the same, if not even more, than the Cobra. Fascinating. So, yeah, I just went ahead and signed up for it and I feel really good about it. Yeah. That was like a pivotal moment for you, wasn't it? Just like finding out the answer. It really was. Yeah. Can I afford insurance? Sure. Can I not? Yeah. And how are you affording it? So I raised my rate. Mm -hmm. So that was part of it. Just kind of rearranging, you know, giving myself some time to not save as much money in my investments account that I was doing before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, that, that gives me some leeway on how to afford it. But really just, I, I think, have, coming up with the appropriate rate was the way to do it. Yeah. And let's also talk about like the part where you checked with your financial planner and they were like, even if you don't contribute for a while, like you're a thousand percent fine because you've worked for how many years? 30 years? Yeah. I mean, 34 years of experience, but 30, you know, with the home health job. Yeah. So it's just like not a problem. Like we were talking earlier about how you set yourself up to be able to enjoy this part of your life 
like really enjoy what you do, like fully enjoy it, fully embrace yourself as an MFR therapist and not wait for retirement, not wait for later. Like you get to choose to do it now. Right. So yeah, I mean, the financial advisor was like, yeah, I asked, you know, if I didn't put any money in for the next 10 years, how would it be? And he's like, it would still be fine. Mm, I love it. And I know, you know, I'll be making a decent living uh, doing my MFR practice, which is my dream job. That's right. What are your financial goals for like a year from now with your MFR practice? Like how much do you hope to be bringing in in a year? So my kind of stretch goal is 150. Okay. So 150,000. $150,000 for the year. That's the stretch goal. Okay. Even just doing what I was doing before without necessarily being at my fully booked number. I think I would still be slated to make maybe 112 to 120. That's awesome. And that's all just because you increased your rate and decided it's fine to do that. Yes. How has it been to like implement a rate change and tell clients that you have worked with for a long time that you're raising your rate? Tell me about that. I mean, it's always a little uncomfortable. And I've I've done it before because I've I've had this practice since 2004. So Mm -hmm. prices have gone up. But like you've said many times, you know, state it like the news. And I've had some people say, oh, well, John, if you charge $200 a visit, I would still come. That's amazing. I was raising my rate from 110 to 130. Yeah. I've had other people like, woof, that's a steep change. And so they've changed from coming every two weeks to coming every three weeks. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And how many new clients are you getting? So, and the new client, I've actually raised my rate for the new clients as well to 160. Okay. So I probably had five new clients, I think, since I started at that rate. And no one has had any kind of comment about it at all. Yeah. I mean, that's just their rate. They don't know any different. So that's what's fun about it, right? I just imagine what it would be like if you were unable to raise your rate just out of fear or out of one or two clients commenting on it or having to slow down their amount of times they're coming in versus oh, I'm just the guy who can charge 160. Like this is just my rate. Like the self-concept shift there is, it's pretty big. Like, do you feel good about your 160 rate? Oh, I feel great about it. Yeah, but you're right. It, it is a big shift. And I'm the guy that charges 120 or 160 and gives you great results. So. <laughs> That's right. No matter what your rate is, you're going to get great results. I mean, there you go. your clients can't, not get good results, like just based on your level as a therapist. Like you have so much history. You've been taking classes. Like, have you been taking classes since the nineties? 1993 was my first class. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. And I don't want you to ever discount like your skill level and just like the amount of years that you've been able to have hands on, on people. Like Mm. that's really valuable, really valuable. So this is so Thank fun. You. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. So you left home health. I think that was like in December 2022, correct? Or you gave your notice? December 10th. December 10th. Retired from there. Exactly. Right. They got me a cake and everything. Oh my gosh. Did <laughs> you imagine that you were going to be sad or 
regret it? Like, were you anticipating sadness and regret? And like, I'm just wondering what the actual experience of that last day was like for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew I would be a little sad because, you know, I've been working with some of these people for many years, even though you're not seeing them every day, you still have some friendships there. But really what I was expecting and what I really felt was just this giant sense of relief. Mm. The amount of pressure of, of trying to have one foot in this world, the other foot in that world had really gotten to be a lot. So yeah, relief, what I expected and what I got. I love it. What's it like now creating your own safety and knowing that if you need to make extra money or you need to anticipate a big purchase, like you can just go create it with more clients. Like what's that like? Still getting used to it. Still Mm -hmm. getting used to it. But I I know that I can do it. Yeah, you are doing it, right? Yeah, right. And we were even like discussing how building a business and like even over the lifetime of your business, it's similar to healing where it's not linear. You're not always going to have a month that blows your mind, but maybe you will, like eventually you will, right? Like what blows your mind now is not going to be what blows your mind a year from now. Uh Right, right. And it's kind of like the same with people getting MFR treatment or on a healing journey, like some treatments, some weeks, some months are like absolutely extraordinary. And some are kind of lackluster or boring, or maybe make you think like, what's going on? Is something going wrong? But it's really your job as the business owner, as the client, as the therapist or whatever, to trust the process and to trust that like, this is just how businesses go. Sometimes everything is going to be going as you want. And sometimes you're going to be like, what is happening? But I think when you continue to work hard and you work through even those months that are really busy and you're really bringing down a lot of money and don't wait for hard months to start to see where things could be going better. You're always going to be one step ahead of any problem in your business. Yeah. Comparing that to the nonlinear healing process, that was a a big eye opener for me. That was very helpful. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Yeah. And I feel confident and I just try to be almost grateful one of the days when I have extra time, like, okay, well, now I can work on my social media posting and now I can work on my webpage and all of that. So yeah, just trying to take advantage of those times. That's fun. And it's like a lot of discovery, I think, too, when you start to have the time to work on, how can I say this even better to my clients that don't even know me yet, that aren't my clients, like people that just stumble across my stuff on social media, like, how can I explain MFR? How can I explain what is possible for them so that it entices someone out there to get MFR from someone, if not you, from someone else, or to ask you a question or to engage in any way versus I have no idea what to say. Nobody wants what I have. Like It can be overwhelming when you go to start posting on social media, but are you having fun with it? Are you learning how to talk about MFR better than you've ever talked about it before? Like What's happening for you on that end? I mean, it, it really is fun. I mean, it's frustrating when, you know, you feel clunky trying to get through all the ins and outs of the processes and everything like that. Yeah. But it is kind of fun. And I'm just super curious of like how people are going to respond. And yeah, I did have some guy because I posted about the sacral wedgie the other day and some guy got on there that was a friend of a friend of a friend, I guess. I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. And he's asking me questions. So I was like, oh, I reached somebody. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I love it when you get instant gratification for putting up a post because sometimes it takes exactly a hundred right. or whatever. Yeah. How clunky have you felt throughout this entire process? Like from discovering that you could join coaching to joining it, kind of going through this process. And we're about a week away from graduation from this round of group coaching. What has that process been like for you? Has it been clunky the entire time or has you just have to develop a willingness to be clunky or what's it been like? Like the whole coaching process was maybe it felt a little clunky just the first couple of times. And so you get the rhythm of how it works and like, oh, okay. So I raise my hand and then Heather calls on me and, <laughs> and things like that. And the use of the Facebook group is awesome. And just being able to put stuff out there and, and chat back and forth with other people in the class and gain so much knowledge from the coaching that you provide them through class and on Facebook. So yeah, once I kind of got used to the flow of that, it hasn't felt funky at all lately. Love it. What surprised you the most when you started going through coaching? Like what was something that you didn't expect to have as a result that you have? I guess I thought it would just be all business all the time. Hmm. And then you start realizing that, oh, there are a lot of personal issues that are involved in building your business and maintaining your clients and moving things along like that. So I think that I wasn't quite expecting that, um, but it certainly brings a lot of insight to what all goes into this and the ups and downs and the ins and outs and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely been a good thing, but I was not expecting that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's good you brought that up too, because I think when most people discover and this is like so funny too, because we're MFR therapists. Like John says this all the time, but the most important journey is within, mm. you know, it's like the inside job. And I say it all the time too. I'm like, you guys, look, it's the inside work that gets you the result that you want. And then people slowly start to figure out like, oh, it's the inside work. It's like actually knowing what I think and feel about myself and what I think and feel about myself running a business and what I think and feel about myself as someone who can sell, as someone who can charge this rate, as all these things. And when we don't stop to do that inner work, it's a struggle the entire time because we're fighting yeah. against all of our thoughts about ourselves that aren't very good. And we're not going on that inner journey. We're just like trying to bypass it for a result so we can feel good versus like going through that river of misery. Well, that's it. We want to try to force it. Yeah. Yeah. Forcing through. Like we should just know this, all this. And that's just not how it works. Like we don't learn all of these things. Like the things we talk about in coaching, like I don't remember ever learning about these anywhere. And oh my I gosh, went to no, social no. worker school. I went to massage school, you know. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. And it's like fighting your way upstream to start a business or just like getting on a raft with a bunch of your best MFR friends and like, let's go on a rafting adventure together. And this is going to be fun, right? I brought snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Is there anything else you would want to share about that process of leaving your job? Or what would you say to someone that's listening to this? They're on their way right now to their home health job. Mm. And they're feeling kind of miserable and they're feeling hopeless or they're clocking in at the hospital. What would you say to them? A couple of things. I mean, one was that I just felt trapped mm. by thinking that I really had to just get that paycheck and get those benefits. And it is just not true. So no longer trapped. I had a client who's 
also does some MFR work. He's a PT and a massage therapist as well. I've been working with him for a year or two. He's like, oh, John, you retired. So I could tell you are fully here now. Wow. You are much more centered and grounded that you don't have that other foot in that other world, that you are here now. I was like, whoa, oh, wow. that was huge. Yeah, that almost makes me want to cry. Right. Because I wonder where else in your life, like you're showing up fully there that you just never knew you weren't. Exactly. Yeah. Because always running from one side to the other. Yep. There is so much value in being able to just be somewhere all the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All in. Yeah. I love that so much. All right. So you guys listening, you guys driving, running the rat race, like thinking that this is just it for you. This is all there is. It just doesn't work out for you. Just realize you're one thought away from it being possible for you too. And that's really all it takes is the thought that it is possible for you. And then taking the action as soon as possible to create the comfort for yourself so that you can get what you want. You can have whatever you want in this lifetime. You have to go out and create it, find the path, get the support and go all the way in. And that's how you get it. And it's uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to share before we wrap this up? I think that's it. This has been a, a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm excited you came on. Some of these people that go through group coaching, I have to wrestle in order to get them onto the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm totally kidding. But I think people that listen to the podcast and then they get asked to be on it, have a little bit of like, wait a minute, but I've always just listened to it. Now I'm going to be on it. And it's super, super funny, but yeah, become a client. And then you're on the other side. You're not just listening to the podcast. Like you're part of it now. I am honored. part of this experience. I really am. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. And I'm honored too, as your coach. This has been a really fun experience to watch your journey and to see how quickly you've been able to put this into action. And I just Mm -hmm. look forward to hearing from you, whether you're in coaching or not, but what are you doing in January, 2024? What were your results from this year putting in this work? So we'll have to have a follow-up episode with you. Sounds good. So, So fun. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, everybody. We will see you next week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Don't forget to check out my website, www.themfrcoach.com for all the latest happenings to listen to podcast replays and to get more information on joining my group coaching program, where you can be just like John and leave the job behind and create your own foundation for a six-figure MFR business. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list 
follow me on social media at the MFR coach and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, the MFR Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week.